Hello, dear listener. Welcome to the field trip. My name is Brent Terhune. Now, before we get to our topic at hand, allow me to do some cheap plugs, shall we? WhatOnFlatEarth.com is where you can find my brand new comedy special. Watch it on your TV. Watch it on any of your devices. It's WhatOnFlatEarth.com. Also, Patreon.com is how you can support the cause. Five bucks a month gets you early access to the field trip. I record it, I edit it, and then I put it up right there on Patreon as soon as I can. Also, early uh, access to some of my videos, exclusive videos, exclusive podcasts, uh, new stand-up that's not on my special. Uh, I think I counted there's like 18 minutes of unreleased stuff, trying to refine it, trying to get it down, and then maybe you'll see uh, me do it on a stage here near you very soon. And Patreon, by the way, is a way for you to help me choose topics for this show, including the stories behind the songs, which was a suggestion from Eric Sexton. He's a patron. Uh, Also, uh, the Bigfoot episode, two new Confessions episodes, and one called Comedy Obsessions with my friend Stuart Huff. If you like comedians talking comedy, that's that episode, uh, Comedy Obsessions. Also, uh, if you don't want to Pay the $5, you greedy bastards. I get it. Times is hard. But there's a bunch of free stuff. Over 100 episodes on the Spotify feed, on the Apple Podcast feed, of all the past episodes, including the history of Halloween, parody religions, people who sold their souls, mega pastors, the craziest concerts, QAnon, method actors, the history of the KKK, Elon Musk, Alex Jones, Goodfellas, Blah, blah, blah. All those are on the free feed right now. So I'll shut up. Let's get to our episode this week. Make sure you listen to this one, because if you don't, you'll be cursed. It's the Field Trip Podcast with Brent Welcome to the field trip. My name is Brent Trahune. Joining me once again on the program, Mr. Jeff Bodart. Hey, what's going on? It's great to be back here. What is it called again? The field the, trip, right? The field trip. Yeah, you've been on the show several times, and <laughs> you had to ask what the show was. Last time you were on, Jeff, no, no, I, I know what it's called. you've done some uh, Uber Facts episodes, but I think most recently you were on the Celebrity Ghosts uh episode oh, not celebrity yeah. ghost stories but celebrity ghosts absolutely yes i remember that talked about elvis and uh other other celebrities i'm sure we covered yes but the Elvis one yeah. sticks out in my mind yeah he's, he's haunting uh what was it graceland i think we talked about yeah yeah uh, i've but since visited how was it did you see elvis i did not i did not but uh certainly it you felt the you felt the energy. Yeah, it's it's really def- I've never been, but I've seen pictures, and it's def- there's no mistaking that's Elvis's house. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, well, this episode we're talking about. Uh, I don't know how I'm phrasing it. The most famous curses. Um, now I'm I'm hoping mm-hmm. as I sent you this link to this episode, Jeff. I hope that you and I don't walk away cursed from this episode. 
No, I'm I'm protected. I uh, use my wand. I'm fine. I'm, uh, everything's everything's fine. Okay, I don't have any of that. So if I end up dead, you know, it's because we're about to talk about Babe Ruth and all that stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the uh, curse I, of the Bambino. Yeah, the the great Bambino. We're going to talk about some sports. We're going to talk about some supernatural curses and stuff like that. Do, do, mm-hmm. any, does any curse come to mind before we jump into these, Jeff? Well, yeah, there was a curse whenever um, the archaeological team discovered all of the uh, Egyptian. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the team that that team, but that was that that was cursed. There, there were people, a few people on that uh, team that were that were died because of that. Curse, Dead, so to speak. We'll talk about uh, Egypt here in a second. You're getting ahead of mm-hmm. me, but I asked. You. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, also, I, there's I a curse from uh, uh, the Brady Bunch episode when they went to Hawaii and mm-hmm. they took on the idol from the cave. And, uh, you know, Greg heard himself uh, surfing. And yeah, they're, they're, Bobby! I, did, I did a little research. So, yeah, you did. You used to do a bit about that. So <laughs> I did. I did do a bit about the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Now it's it's weird that uh, I don't know that we're going to have many iconic television episodes. So much TV and stuff to consume anymore. But you, that's one, you had a whole bit about that episode because it was so iconic. We all kind of knew what you were talking about back in the day, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, the reruns ran for, well, they still run, but not as maybe prevalent now. But back then, yeah, the, the, the reruns and walking around the Grand Canyon, you know, Bobby, Cindy, <laughs> you know, you yeah. do that. It was a great reference. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I guess, a phenomenon of... Uh, everything's means less there's never been more and it's never meant less than right now uh let's uh, actually before we even talk about uh babe ruth let's talk about john madden are you familiar with the madden curse uh I've, i'm not familiar exactly i've heard of it but i'm not, not familiar with the madden curse exactly no yeah the madden curse is the phenomenon of you you appear on the cover of the game like uh, I think the last time I played Madden uh, religiously was I think I still have uh, Madden 2003 was I think Ray Lewis or Marshall Falk. I, I'm guessing Ray Lewis. Oh. But you, the thing is, you appear on the cover of, of Madden and then the next season you get hurt. Uh, you have a bad season. Something bad happens. So you, that's the Madden curse. You appear on the cover of the game and the next season you don't have a good season. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So you've you've got uh, you got some examples here, and it. I also think of like when you appear on the the cover of Madden. I assume you're kind of at the height of your career, so there's mm-hmm. only down after right. that. You know. Yeah, you have to be a big name to be even on the cover. You know. Yeah, and probably I think we fun- all know now what happened to Doug Flutie. Was he on the on on Madden? <laughs> no. Okay. No. But he did have his own cereal, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you you've got uh, Dante Culpepper, Michael Vick, Sean Alexander, Troy Palamalu, Peyton uh, Hillis. I don't know that guy. Uh, Rob Gr- Gronkowski, old Gronk. Yeah, uh, those are the guys that got hurt or had bad seasons. Mm. But then also this article that I found is like uh, stuff that where that didn't happen. So we had Larry Fitzgerald in contrast to Troy uh, Palomalu, the other player on the Madden NFL 10 cover. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald played in all 16 regular season games in 2009. He caught a league high 13 touchdowns and was was named to the Pro Bowl, but 
he had a rib energy uh, injury, not in energy uh, injury. There's your Madden curse. He wasn't able to play in the pro bowl. Wow. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know that one actually. What Michael Vick ever do? Uh, you know, he, he made it so everybody you ever played in Madden would pick the Falcons and then run the ball with Michael Vick as opposed to throw it. That okay. he just made the game too easy. Uh, also, yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, just at the time of this recording, he just retired again. But uh, so much for a curse. This was in 2018, and I don't know how many Super Bowls he won after that. But this is a curse, but not a curse at the same time. Also, Patrick Mahomes. So. There's curses, but then also sometimes you just got a shitty season. Yeah, well, sometimes that happens. Yeah, it's, you know. I, I'm didn't, I, didn't really, I know that's not much of a contribution, but yeah. Yeah, sometimes shit happens. All right, let's talk about Baby Ruth. Uh, okay. October uh, 27th, 2004, uh, the Red Sox finally won the World Series. But before that, it had been 86 years before they won the yes. World Series. Yeah. Now, the story goes, uh, the Sox traded uh, away uh, George Herman Ruth Jr. I always love when somebody will call somebody by their real name. You can tell somebody gives a shit about Elvis, Jeff, if they're like, Elvis Aaron Presley. <laughs> like... Or if, if yeah. somebody says Barack Hussein Obama, you know they feel a certain type of way about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you, you, there, yeah. There's automatically a certain viewpoint they have. Yeah, you could tell if somebody's saying Aaron, Elvis Aaron Presley, you know that they have the, the utmost respect, which is the opposite <laughs> of Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> yeah. And technically, uh, it's actually pronounced Elvis Aaron. Oh, that's it? That, that's that's an even step farther than Elvis Aaron Presley. Yeah, he was named after uh, one of uh, Vernon Presley's friends, Aaron Kennedy. Well, look at that. You're what is the the uh, you're a parrot head, but for Elvis, what what are the? Oh yeah. What what's the uh, the Elvis groupies? Is there a name for that? Yeah, it's the uh, it's, it's the Rhinestone Club where they uh, we just all do was wear capes and talk about Elvis the whole time. Yeah, you kind of look like uh, who's the the stunt man? Evil Knievel, half Evil Knievel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, there was a whole jumpsuit era there. Well, I, I we probably talked about it on the the ghost episode, celebrity ghost. But there, I worked at a hospital in high school and college in the kitchen. Uh, but we had a janitor that you'd see every once in a while in the hospital, and we all just called him Elvis because there was there. He's not trying to be anybody else. He had the glasses, he had the sideburns, but he was like late stage Elvis. He. <laughs> But he'd just come, he'd be mopping floors and you just say, hey, Elvis. And he'd be like, hey, yeah, man. Yeah. Late stage, he's mopping and eating a sandwich. It was very Same. strange. Yeah, he died on a toilet, which I don't know <laughs> that's how he died. But uh, so Babe, Babe Ruth. Yeah. Uh, Babe Ruth died on a toilet. Did you know that? I did not know that. Is that that's real? Not, Is that a real that's thing? That's not true, but I made that up. But, I don't uh, think that. Yeah, I didn't think so. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it was many hot dogs he had before every game. Yeah, they they say a hot dog takes thirty six minutes off your life, but that's a lot. Oh, okay. That's a lot of time. I can't imagine yeah. how many years I've taken off by eating all those hot dogs. That's a that's a that's a lot of uh, mixed meats to be having. Lips and assholes. 
Uh, yes. So, baby, uh, Babe Ruth. I keep keep calling him Baby Ruth for some reason because I want to be like the movie Sandlot. After arriving at Fenway in 1914, Ruth became the most successful left-handed pitcher in the league. He won 65 games in three years, and in 1919, he had 29 home runs in a single season, which was a major league record. Now they they won a lot of championships with uh, with Babe Ruth being around. Uh, and also before that, so uh, 1903, 1912, 1915, 1916, 1918, they all won championships. But uh, 1919 rolled around and they said, goodbye, Babe Ruth. Uh, the, the owner of the team, Harry Frazee, he traded uh, Ruth to the Yankees for just straight up $100,000 in cash. Oh, God. Felt like he that's all that's like if it wasn't for a contract, you'd be like, you just sold a human being to somebody else, you know? <laughs> yeah. It didn't uh, even get a box of baseballs out of that. Just uh, just 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 the cash, huh? Just a kick in the ass. Hit the road. Yeah. Uh Hit rumors of Frazee's motivation circled. That's the owner of the team. Some said he needed money to fund a Broadway play he was producing. Other people said he owed the previous Sox owner money. Uh, but then some said that Babe Ruth was in a slump, and by the time the deal was finalized, he's kind of back to being Babe Ruth. Uh, before oh. 1920, the Sox had held more World Series titles than anybody else, and the Yankees had none. But after the trade, uh, the Yankees made it to the World Series 40 times and had taken home 27 titles. Uh, and oh, Babe, Babe Ruth, he won four of those with the Yank with the Yanks. Yeah, Babe um, Ruth played in all forty of those, all forty of those title games. That's crazy. He he was eating hot dogs <laughs> in between. But it, yeah, for 40, 40, 40 that the preservatives that <laughs> takes time off your life, but somehow preserves you at the same time. Uh, and, yeah. and the thing is, when Babe would get too hot, you could tell because he would plump just like what he was eating, the hot dogs. <laughs> Yeah, the bad boy had to come poke holes in him. <laughs> uh, like in a microwave. If he got too hot, he started <laughs> to split down the middle. <laughs> that's, that's the lowest of the low when you're microwaving hot dogs. You're not even boiling them. <laughs> I can't, I you can't know, wait. Actually, uh, to... <laughs> I got to be honest. Microwaving them actually is a little, a little more flavorful. I know. It, it locks in the flavor. But it took it 86 flavor, years. Sir. For them to win another World Series, so what? Whether that was a curse or not, who's to say? It's a long well, time, I, though. As far as curses go, I think, especially it's it's all if you believe in it, mm -hmm. it's all about the power of intent. Mm -hmm. And if you believe, if you have the, that large amount of people for that long believing in one particular idea, it can sort of create it almost. I mean, it's the I think mm -hmm. our power, our thoughts have power, so you give it power. It's the power of intent. So if you think you're cursed, then you're going to be, you know, you kind it's like of a, will it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always thinking it's, it's a continuous thinking of like, woe is me. Why does this always happen to me? Then it's always going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. if that's the, the intent, the, the, the mindset you have. That's why I have you on this episode because you, you subscribe to certain things that I I'm aware of, but maybe don't fully believe in, but that's the kind sure. of insight that I like is, you're you 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 do put it into the universe, and if we all believe yeah. it, 
it, it sometimes in a, in a way it's true. If if you're, you think, oh, we're not going to win because Bay, we traded Babe a long time ago, you're already right. self-defeating. Yeah, it's 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 like that's the idea. I'm familiar with the term a tulpa. That's uh, they recently talked about it on um, Dan Cummins's podcast. The um, don't plug any other comedians' podcasts. Uh, don't plug <laughs> Time Suck. <laughs> wasn't Time Suck? It was the ghost one. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, fear. Uh, what I can't remember the name off the top of my head now. So for some reason, I listen to it all the time. Well, they're talking they about, talk tulpas. about tulpas. Yeah. What's yeah. that? And so basically, that? it's it is this. It's the idea of your thought creates this being or entity negativity and it can actually manifest as an actual ghost or actual demon or actual dark entity that can plague you and, and haunt you and and it's the same thing with the curse and you get that many people together it can create this topic and create mm-hmm. this actual manifested energy mm-hmm. negative energy that is a cloud over in this case a cloud over the boston red sox and it's, that's kind of where you get like you see people be like, hey, I could uh, use some good vibes right about now or prayers for so and so. I yeah, don't. You, yeah, I, I don't. That's it's always hard for me to buy into that stuff. But I also think what's it hurting, you know? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it is. I agree. It is sometimes like, you know, hard to get into, but um it's it's weird once you start kind of playing around with it. And I hate saying that word, playing around with it, but mm-hmm. it 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 does work. It does, you know things do happen if you just pay attention. Yeah, you you are a guy, Jeff. That uh, you know, there's a saying: you could fall into a swimming pool full of titties and come out sucking your thumb. <laughs> you you are a guy that fall fall into a swimming pool full of dicks and come out sucking a titty for something that you have such good luck at. I, I, and maybe it's that you're manifesting it in your life. Yeah, I, I've uh, I have done it. I you know it's it's why I make it's why I make vision boards. You know, you ever make a vision board? No. You know, <laughs> that's why it, I'm it, it, in it, the it, position I'm in today. I... <laughs> well, it's funny. I made one in uh, in, in a lot of the things on it. I, I got mm-hmm. you know I, you know I'm a comedian who was working cruise shifts nonstop. And um, I manifested uh, a busy uh, comedy schedule and now it is uh, come to fruition. And now it's, it's so busy. It's overwhelming. It's almost a negative now. Yeah. I it's see almost... you post your dates and I say, oh, man, I wish Jeff could catch a break. You know, I, I wish... <laughs> it's just, it's a little, it's a little stressful here and there, but it's also, it's that thing is whether you believe that you're manifesting it and you, but you're also, you're setting goals. Those are goals. And it's like, yeah. stuff is not going to happen unless you take that first step. So right. you could believe, oh, it's happening for me because the universe or it's because your hard work, but either way it's happening, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. All right. Let's talk about a Billy goat. Uh, in 1945, William Billy goat Cianus, uh, brought his pet goat Murphy to Wrigley field to see the fourth game of the 1945 World Series. Are you familiar with this one? I am. I was actually thinking that during the uh, Babe Ruth okay. uh, curse. Yeah, so the games be- between the Cubs and the Tigers. And and uh, the, this goat man, he wanted to have the goat there at the game, but he was later ejected from the stadium after complaints from fellow fans. And you know what? I kind of get it. 
Don't bring yeah. your goddamn goat to a game. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're out in the outfield, like out where the grass is, you know. <laughs> but it's yeah, like, don't have, have a goat. warning track. A goat ate all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but don't, let's not be in the seats and I'm sitting next to a goat pooping everywhere, you know? <laughs> oh, did I just drop a peanut? Nope, that's a turd. That is, yeah. uh, that's not a peanut. Uh, either that was a chocolate covered raisin. Or uh, my breath's about to smell. But uh, wouldn't you know it, he got ejected from the game for bringing his goat. Uh, and he he's reportedly put a curse on the team. Ever since uh, the Cubs have been, had legendary bad luck, and t- I had to Google it, until 2016. They're, they're back, baby, or they were back. I'm not a uh, baseball sports yeah. guy. But uh, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know a ton about it, but I know about curses. It's just weird that this guy's at like he's sub, wants to support the team so much he'll go to the game, but then they're like, mm-hmm. "You got to go," and he's like, "I I'm putting a curse on you." Like, how much was, was your fandom that it's it's not out of line right. for them to be like, "Man, you can't have a goat here," you know? And I know it was 1945, but I imagine yeah. you just couldn't bring a goat places. No, I wouldn't think that was it's not it's it's they didn't even have the concept of one of the um when you bring a dog with you like the uh, the emotional support goat the emotional support yeah it's not like they didn't even have that concept of emotional support goat no maybe maybe i don't know depending on how uh maybe using the from the outskirts of the area and maybe that was his um maybe that was his lover you don't know you know you don't know what's (laughs) going on chicago i don't see it uh other places maybe (laughs) well you know schomburg schomburg yeah well i i could see like I've had some ushers at, at at sporting events or concerts who were just total assholes. You know, they're, yeah. they're, this same usher that kicked uh, the Billy Goat guy out would see a blind guy with a dog and be like, you got to take it outside, buddy. <laughs> you can't have the dog in here. And it's like, I can't see. I don't care. Rules is rules. Once you go back to Detroit where they welcome that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. We don't we don't take too kindly around here. <laughs> Yeah, that's never followed anything with anything good. We don't take too kindly. Yeah. Uh, when, whenever somebody says, you're not from around here, are you? It's never, <laughs> well, come on in. It's never that. Let me get you a drink, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sun's about to go down. You might want to get home. Yeah. Let me uh, let me make you make up a bed and get you some supper. <laughs> uh, let's talk about James Dean. Uh, yes. he's, we're both from Indiana, as is James Dean. Yeah. Uh, yep. And the curse of little bastard. Uh, yes. September 30th, 1955. James Dean was killed when the silver Porsche 550 spider. He called little bastard was struck by a, an oncoming vehicle. Uh, and apparently not damaged enough because the car was bought and sold a couple different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, within a year of, of Dean's crash, the car was, uh, at least loosely involved in two more fatal accidents and two other injuries. Now we had this guy, uh, George Barris. He was a hot rod designer, purchased the car while getting a tune up little bastard fell on, um, the mechanics legs and broke both of them. Mm. Uh, so that's the, a bad time. then we get two doctors. They supposedly buy the car and I don't know if they showed up to the scene to fix his legs. You know, that back in the day, they'd make house calls uh, to the garage or whatever. 
and uh, they're fixing his legs. And uh, they said, you know, you can't pay the, the doctor bill, but you want to sell this car to us? That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. We can take <laughs> your legs together. Yeah. But uh, also, will you take a check? Yeah, you take this uh, this uh, this spider as copay. Uh, these two doctors buy the car. <laughs> and, uh, and this not even just the car, it's the parts, the engine and the transmission from the car of whom one was killed and the other seriously injured and in subsequent car accidents. Although it's mm-hmm. it's not been confirmed that the deaths occurred in ca- uh, the cars that contained little bastards parts. But if it's not confirmed, Jeff, isn't it more fun to believe that? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we learned that from Ryan Singer. It's more fun to believe. It's more fun to believe. And uh, also the saying, don't let the, uh, the truth get in the way of a good lie or whatever, whatever that phrase is. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, someone else had purchased the tires from the car. And I guess they all blew simultaneously. Singing Wait, purchased the, the tires from the car after Dean's wreck? I guess. I guess is what this says. Well, you know, there was an actor, and I can't remember who it was, but there was an actor who's, who saw, I think it was the guy who played Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor? Or the, no. The, the, old, the first one. Yeah, what's his name? Keep yeah. talking. I'll figure uh, it out. Yeah, well, I think it was him. I'm fairly certain. But he looked at James Dean with that car and said, that car is going to kill you. Alec McGinnis. And, I think it was that. I, it may, I may be wrong, but I think it was him, if I'm not mistaken. If you want to, you can probably look the story up too. But anyway, there was an actor who looked at James Dean and said that I was going to kill you. And short, gave, obviously shortly thereafter. I gave it a Google. Nothing pops up. I said, uh, Alec McGinnis, James Dean. And nothing okay. nothing popped up. But that that's yeah. kind of similar to what is it? uh who who was on the, the supposed to be on the plane with uh, the big bopper and uh, what's his face? Richie Valens and yeah. uh, Buddy Holly. Was it was it Neil yeah. Young or somebody else? Not Neil Young or somebody else. No, Waylon Jennings. Yeah, didn't he Waylon say Jennings? They had a coin flip. I he, didn't he say like uh, somebody said, "I hope you miss your bus." And wait, Waylon Jennings said, "I hope the plane crashes." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then wouldn't you know yeah. it? They all died. Isn't that funny? Isn't that hilarious? So well, yeah, it's okay. Well, Waylon Jennings drowned his sorrows in alcohol after that, so you know, I, I, it's fine. He had that to guide him the rest of his life. Yeah, I don't really know. Those other guys died quickly. He just died slowly. I don't even know if he, he just died slowly, died, but just slow, slow yeah. p- pickling, painful, painful, hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, this is all very funny. Uh, now that I, I guess after all this stuff happened, the car disappears. They had the shell of the car. Uh, they're touring it around. It disappears. According to some, a truck carrying it crashed, killing the driver, and a little bastard was gone by the time the authorities arrived. That's the fun story. Other people say it just got stolen. But uh, I like the... That's like very much like a Christine-type thing. I don't know if you know that movie, Christine, but the cursed car and even the parts. You get the little valve... You get the valve cap, and now I put it on my car, and once you know it, I'm going to die next week. Because I got the valve well, cap from from Little Bastard. There's a famous story about an airplane that crashed. Same thing. You, they used parts from the plane crash or from that plane because it was still fine. It was still mm-hmm. good. And then that the other planes that those parts went on, either they were haunted by the pilots or mm-hmm. somebody or something bad happened. 
So that because I think the 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 wheels or the brakes were fine, so they used them on another plane. And yeah, yeah, there were there were reports of a flight attendant being shown be showing up. You know, it was like who's that? You know, but you know, is a ghost on the plane. So they the 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 airline. I don't know what I think it was a now defunct airline, but they now it may have been Eastern Airlines, mm-hmm. but they they actually took out all the parts. The CEO said, "Well, well, let's just take all the parts off that we used off the off that plane crash." Yeah, and they got new parts. Put your tray table to the upright position. <laughs> Would it be a bitch? You come back and that's your, that's your lot in life now or afterlife is your haunting, but you got to like bring the trash bag around to get all the trash. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Would it, you it, like some more pretzels? <laughs> that's your that's your afterlife is you're still stuck doing the job <laughs> that you have. And I, I do, it's more fun to believe. Yes, the plane is cursed. Or the realistic thing is you took parts from an already crashed plane and put them on other planes. Yeah. Like just, it's already shitty one because maybe it crashed and now they've been so probably damaged and let's just use them for another plane. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want new stuff every time. I don't want to, I'm just saying that now. Yeah. I'm paying for the uh, ticket. Let's fill it up. Let's tune it up. All that. Let's let's go to Egypt. Let's talk about King okay. Tut, Toot on Common. Yes. In 1922, yeah. English explorer Howard Carter was leading an expedition yeah. funded by George uh, Herbert, the fifth Earl of uh, Carnivon. I had to set, phonetically spell that out. Uh, when Carter discovered the tomb of King Tut, uh, so he discovers it after opening the tomb. However, strange and unpleasant events began taking place now when i think of curses this is i think of the the egypt the opening the tomb i i think everybody knows don't do that yeah yes yeah but there was a not so much a sign stuck there on the floor says do not open was there i mean was there an actual well some some believe that there was a foreboding inscription and and maybe they didn't read it because it was in hieroglyphics. I'm sure if it was spelled out in plain English, I'd have some questions of like, how do they know English? Like, you know, but it <laughs> yeah. says death comes on wings to he who enters the tomb of a Pharaoh, which is, okay. you could probably yeah. do something, some version of that just on your front door. And there's probably some kind of yeah. superstitious burglar. That's like, let's not, we don't need the flat screen that bad, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but that's what they said. Actually, death... go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just saying that's what they said on somewhere written. Uh, death comes on wings to those who enter the tomb of the pharaoh. Uh, okay. Once you know, bad stuff started to happen, Jeff. Well, I mean, I guess that's enough sentence structure they could use to to get their point across. But but uh, you know, actually, what I was going to say was it was Tutankhamun, common, right? Yeah, is that, is that who what it was? Actually, that actually translates uh, to a- abnormal farts. So you, it's an uncommon, yeah, uncommon it's a, toot. It's a toot, <laughs> uh, which is uh, listen. I, I do kids' parties. There, uh, you can't do this one at kids' parties. The other tomb that was adjacent was queef uncommon. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know the pharaoh queef uncommon. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that smart of a thing, but to say Queef Uncommon is fun. Yeah. 
Try you, it. You, you knew she was always, uh, always on near, near the throne. You walk in. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what it sounds like to be honest, but uh, <laughs> well, what if it was a uh, yeah, just a big foghorn. <laughs> God, wow, woo. That's a big one. Well, it's definitely queef and common. That's pretty common if it sounds like that. Uh, now, Lord Lord uh, Carnivon uh, story in particular is most bizarre. Uh, the adventurous Earl came from uh, came to Cairo and apparently died from pneumonia following complications from a mosquito bite. Allegedly, oh. at the exact moment that this guy dies, the lights in the city mysteriously went out in Cairo. And back in England, this is, I don't like this. His dog fell over dead. He dies. The dog dies in a different country, different continent. That's well, they they must have sent a cable and said, yeah, um, hey, your your owner died. (laughs) Hey, uh, we got some bad news, Poochie. Uh, Why does why did the dog have to die? He didn't do anything. Well, whoever wrote the story, it adds more. It adds yeah, more I know. Uh, credence. It adds. Uh, <laughs> in, in, yeah. <coughs> in addition uh, to to the dog dying, the guy dying, uh, the, this is Carter, the the guy who was leading the expedition. Carter's assistant, his assistant's yeah. father, and some of his relatives died, but Carter himself. Uh, seemed to escape the curse. So maybe his curse was that everybody else was going to be cursed. Possibly. Or he just wanted to uh, he just wanted to make the curse sound scarier. So he murdered everyone. That's yeah, he his assistant. Has that thought ever been entertained? I, I'm looking into it right now. <laughs> With, yeah, via yeah, the Google. I would. Uh that leads me to one of my this favorite is, jokes. This is this is a yeah. One of my favorite jokes is, uh, do you know why the, the pyramids are in Egypt? It's because they wouldn't fit in the British Museum. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, before we move on from yeah, Egypt, yeah, any yeah. thoughts like on that, Jeffy? Uh, any thoughts on Egypt and the curse and the and yeah. Howard Carter and everything? Mm-hmm. Is 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 that stuff still on display? I mean, the, the, his discovery is that on display somewhere? I'm sure it because is. Did the curse just expire? Yeah, it's, it, that's the thing. Is I didn't include it in this, but there's was it Robert the doll? Do you know about that? Oh yeah, now I will not go see. Yeah, I will not go see Robert the doll. I, I, I won't. Uh, I barely watch anything on the Robert of the doll. Robert the doll. And maybe we should clarify, we, uh, Robert, we don't mean any ill will because that's the thing. And they say about when you watch, <laughs> yes, when you watch him or you take, you don't ask permission to take pictures of this doll, this apparently haunted doll, bad yeah. shit happens. So let's put it out there, yes. Jeff, that we're not talking shit about you, Robert. Okay. We're not, no, we're not talking shit about you, Robert. Maybe, maybe you we are should a doll. this. We should cut it out, cut this podcast. Uh, let's talk yeah. about Rasputin and the Romanovs. Uh, mm-hmm. Rasputin, aside from being a just a kick-ass name, uh, self-proclaimed magician and cult leader, wormed his way into the palace of the Romanovs, Russia's uh, ruling family. He did so by telling stories to the 
to the uh, the heir to the throne, a boy named Alexis. Now he had uh, uh, he hemophilia, so they needed to keep him calm, keeping uh, you know not doing a lot because he could he could get cut and he could bleed out pretty quickly. Now, so yeah. so he's he's telling them stories, keeping them calm, sedated. Uh, however, all this power went to Rasputin's head, and he allegedly uh, the Ro- Romanovs didn't like that, and they had him killed. Uh, but he was expected exceptionally resilient. Uh, took poison. He fell down a staircase. Repeated gunshots, uh, and he drowned. And apparently, I've read stuff where he wasn't. He didn't drown he just died from all the shit on the shore <laughs> like all of it added up but you couldn't kill this guy and yeah. it said that right before he died he mumbled a curse uh, assuming uh, uh assuring russia's ruling monarchs that they would all be dead themselves within a year and the romanov family was brutally murdered in a mass execution less than a year later yes what years were this? Was this? Um, I don't um, know. I'll give that a Google. Go ahead. Personally, when you're dealing with curses and you're dealing with witchcraft and you're dealing with that end of things, magical things, mm-hmm. the, the belief is is that ego, ego is what blocks things from actually happening. Mm-hmm. And with anything dark related, it's all ego. And so... Mm-hmm. Some say the ego is what powers the darkness. And then sometimes people say it's ego is what blocks what happens, blocks it from actually happening. So I don't know. That's why they say that's why they say in in witchcraft, when you cast a spell, you have to take ego out of it. Same thing with any sort of psychic ability and mediumship. You have to if you start thinking uh, there's a guy named um, have you heard of Echo Bodine? I heard the name. Echo Bodine. Yes. Yeah, he she, she has a brother named Michael Bodine, and they are both they're they're related, the brother and sister. They they are both psychics and mediums. And Michael Bodine has a story about how he was doing this TV show, and he was on as a guest to do to display his psychic ability. And um, he at the time was thinking, "Well, I'm a big shot, uh, you know. They obviously know, you know, I'm no, I'm great at this, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I'm, I wouldn't be a guest otherwise." So then. Uh, then he, all of a sudden, during that show, he lost his gift. Like he thought he was predicting something or seeing something for somebody or reading somebody. And it was completely way off base. And then mm-hmm. he reasoned after that. He's like, oh, it's because my ego. So my ego took it away. My ego got in the way of it all. Oh, but so, so, it, so it, do you do you think that? Right before he died, Rasputin didn't have any ego, and he said, "Just kill these people, please." <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Rasputin just basically—if he did have actual power, which maybe—and to have power, you just convince other people you have power. Mm-hmm. That's that's just the only that, reason well, we talked with, with Babe Ruth. You know, the curse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, July seventeenth. So it's 17th, all about perception and intent. July seventeenth, nineteen eighteen, when the Romanovs were murdered. So yeah, and then there now there's a conspiracy or a story about one person may have one girl a daughter mm-hmm. may have made it out alive yep so, i watched that episode of Dr. Phil with my story. mother so there you go oh you did okay yeah, saw she, she's been dr phil fan so you you go over there and she's dr phil's on you forget about it that's the show you're watching so, really okay yeah was it uh yeah. anna anastasia was that the person 
Yeah. Who yeah. claims to have been the, the family or whatever, which may be a future yeah. episode of the show is uh, people that led double lives. We'll see, Jeff. Oh, we shall see. Um, let's go from uh, from Russia to, to uh, Tecumseh's curse and the American presidents. Have you, are you familiar with this one at all? Uh, vaguely familiar, but uh, please refresh my memory, sir. Now it's it's called a couple of things: the curse of Tippecanoe uh, or Tecumseh's curse. It's widely spread uh, explanation for why, from 1840 to 1960, every U.S. president uh, president elected every 20th year has died in office. And the rumor oh. is that the Native American leader Tecumseh administered the curse when William Henry Harrison's troops defended uh, defeated his forces at the Battle of Tippecanoe. Now they're going to put a lot of this on the Native Americans, and uh, I, I got to be honest, can't blame them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But what do you, you know, yeah. you, you're getting uh, genocided and all that stuff. I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't uh, fault you for putting a curse on anybody. Yeah, that's what no. it's like welcoming an intruder into your house. No, no, come on in, take all my shit, take my house. I can't believe he shot me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, so the, the curse is every 20 years, the president in office is going to die. That's my understanding. So we have William Henry okay. Harrison elected in 1840. He caught a cold during his inauguration. I think from what I read before, the longest speech. Uh, yes. And it was like rainy and all that stuff. He caught pneumonia. Uh -huh. He dies 1841. It was uh, less than a month later. He was at office for a month. Yes. You could argue ego is what made him made that speech. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Um, we have Abraham Lincoln. I'm not sure what happened to him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's, you, it's a mystery. You'll never know. He, he got it, uh, and then he died the next day. James Garfield was elected president in 1880. Charles uh, Guteau, I think, uh, shot him July 1881. Garfield died several months later from complications following the gunshot wound that sounds wow terrible i'm gonna be mm. alive for two months and then i'm gonna die yeah uh, just let me die quick if that's the case yeah. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't like those two months he was vacationing yeah what he wasn't on the beach with a fruity rum drink it was <laughs> probably hurt hurt a lot uh william mckinley was elected in 1896 uh re-elected 1900 September 6, 1901, McKinley was shot by Leon F. A lot of letters. Uh, Leon F. is what we're calling him. Uh, <laughs> okay. Who considered the president, quote, an enemy of the people. McKinley died mm. eight days later. Again. Wow. Let me die just right there. Don't give me eight days unless they're, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're, they weren't good. <laughs> uh, uh, three years <laughs> after Warren G. Harding was elected president. 1920, he died suddenly of either a heart attack or a stroke while traveling to San Francisco. FDR was elected president in uh, 32, 36, 40, 44. Uh, and then he died uh, apparently from a stroke or cerebral hemorrhage. Uh, mm. JF, JFK, again, not sure what happened there. Mm -mm. No. Uh, but, but he did. Uh, Ronald Reagan, this is where the curse was apparently broken. He was shot by an assassin in 1981, and he survived. And then we have George yes. Bush, uh, who paints now. Had the shoe. 
Yeah, you got yeah. you got to almost hit by a shoe. That's good, right there. Yeah, that's yeah. That's <laughs> so what is that a curse? Well, I don't know, or is it just a stressful job and uh, people uh, want to kill you all the time? It might be an indication of that's just how society develops over the time. Over time, every twenty years, maybe it has some sort of tumultuous time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be argued. Uh, you know, society changes, society evolves. Every, in my opinion, every five years, things change. You know, the society is completely different. Mm-hmm. Not completely, but different in, in every five years. It, it happens with, you know, entertainment, everything, um, and even culture. So Trends and, and culture they say, and language and yeah, all that. Yeah. Uh, and they say, actually, when when Abraham Lincoln, when when he got to heaven, there's a restaurant up there that you can, you know, eat in for free, obviously. You eat all you want. It's kind of like the Albert Brooks movie. Um, we can eat, eat all you want. Um, but he got into the restaurant and he said, uh, the waiter says, well, the hostess says, do you, would you like a, um, a table or a booth? And he goes, "Booth." <laughs> it's the, uh, the John Wilkes booth, uh, the John, you get your, the John Wilkes photo booth. We can get you headshots. Uh, <laughs> that was a long um, way to go for a lot of nothing, but you know, it's fun. I like it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're able to fit some traditional jokes in with the curses, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, I love a good clunky setup. <laughs> that, that that That's actually, you requested to do this episode so you could do that joke. It's a long way for all that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say I don't, I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen, but I'm saying George Bush didn't get it. It's been a while since somebody had some bad shit happen to him as president. I don't want it to happen. I'm just saying. No, 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 of course not. It's, it's funny. I thought of this joke yesterday. Um, Yeah, I think it was yesterday, day before yesterday. And it actually has something to do with sort of like curses. It's like every time you tell somebody who's about to go perform in a play or something, something on stage, people say, Mm -hmm. break a leg. Can, hold and on. I think it's... Can we save this, Jeff? Yeah. That's coming yeah. up. That's coming up. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't I know I know you're on to something, but we're about to be on to something here in a minute. What the, what what, what <laughs> oh, you're I saying? I totally get it. I totally uh, get it. Let's uh and talk cut. Uh, <laughs> cut. Edit. Let's uh talk the uh curse of the Kennedy family. Uh I are uh, uh apparently uh, a it. cursed family these Is JFK Kennedy. here? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, ask not uh, what Maryland can do for you. Uh, so uh, the, the Kennedys, apparently a cursed family. When I did, did a lot of research, this was on all the all the curses. JFK, uh, oh. we know how he got it. JFK's brother, uh, Joseph Jr. and sister Kathleen both died in separate plane crashes, 1944, yeah. 1948. And it's crazy that they took some of the parts from the plane from 1944, use it in the one from 48. Like and that's not true. Buddy Holly's plane. Yeah. Uh, that, that'd be weird. You just get in and it's like half of Leonard Skinner and Buddy Holly and <laughs> other people. And somebody eventually is going to go like, when are we going to use original parts? Why can't we just get some new parts? Yeah. Why do we just have to keep recycling all these? I'm cheap. That's why. Uh, JFK. Got shot, as we all know. RFK, his brother, uh, was assassinated in 1968. 
I, I love the movie JFK and I always, I don't realize how far apart these guys were shot. JFK was shot in 63 RFK shot in 68. I thought it was like close to back to back. I always thought that, but that's not the case. Yeah. If they had them in back to back, they would have got them at the same time. Yeah. You, they would have been in the same car, you know, back to back. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Ted Kennedy, uh, JFK's youngest brother survived a plane crash yeah. in 64, 1969. He's driving a car that went off a bridge, causing the death of his companion, Mary Jo. What's her name, Jeff? Mary Jo what? Laterno? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to say your last name. But ca, ca, that, uh, ca, Capuchini? Sorry. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not, the, Laterno is Mary Kay Laterno, the one. Okay, never mind. Uh, it, it, Mary Jo's dead, is what I'm saying. And yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that respectfully and ending his presidential goals. <laughs> so he didn't get it in that, but his president was, his presidency was dead. 84, yeah. uh, Robert Kennedy's son, David died of a drug overdose. Another son, Michael died in a skiing accident in 97, mm-hmm. 99 JFK jr. His wife and his sister-in-law died when the small plane he was piloting crashed in the Atlantic ocean, depending on who you believe. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. Yeah. Well, again, it, it was ego, in my opinion, that killed JFK Jr. Mm-hmm. He should not have been flying a plane at night when he was not necessarily experienced at flying a plane at night. He was experienced flying a plane, mm-hmm. but not at night. And that is, to me, is ego. Ego can be a dangerous thing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and the th- same thing, when you think about the Kennedy family curse, Whenever you have a very affluent family and who hold power, you get more opportunities. And with mm-hmm. more opportunities comes more risk. And they, in that particular family, money and, and, and fame and wealth provide riskier things, mm-hmm. you know? So, of course, they're going to be, you know, more bad shit's going to happen, Yeah, you know? Oh, so, two of it, them, it, it could be argued that it, One's gonna be president, and it's yeah. you're just saying sh- shit that people don't like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. So things are gonna happen now. In those cases, yes, that's that's what did them in. But I don't know. It's it's still fascinating. The whole Kennedy family, in my opinion, the Kennedy family is one of the most fascinating families around. Maybe um, that's a future Joe episode. Kennedy. That could be a whole. Yeah, that could be a whole future episode. Um, let's transition from the Kennedys. This one's just kind of a general one, the broken mirror curse. Almost everyone has heard that breaking a mirror results in seven years, bad luck. This has its origins in ancient Rome. The Romans believed that the human soul would renew every seven years, repairing whatever damage they had suffered during that time. So you said five years, switch stuff switches around in society. Seven years, the, what the Romans say, you know, the, uh, it's inflation or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they also <laughs> thought that a mirror's reflection was a way to look into the soul. If you break a mirror, you break apart your soul, which would you uh, go through a seven-year cycle to renew until your soul achieves renewal. You would endure uh, misfortune because of your broken soul. So that that's where mm-hmm. we get the the broken breaking a mirror thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. And honestly, it's very logical. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they say, um, but mirrors have a whole role in 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 that 
paranormally, you know, paranormally speaking anyway. I mean, if you mm-hmm. can't, you shouldn't point, you shouldn't point two mirrors together. You shouldn't that opens up together. the spiritual plane or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's why in some faiths, uh, when a person dies, they cover the mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so that I think, um, something about the spirit can find a way out or doesn't let spirits in again. It has to do with opening a doorway or something. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. all of that, but yeah, they bad juju is what they're trying to prevent, you know? So, but mirrors are fascinating anyway. There's the whole thing going on right now. If you stare at a mirror long enough, you see your, your you see your reflection blink when you didn't blink, you know? Oh, is that that's a kind of a new phenomenon that people have been talking about? Yeah, it's a trend right now. Yeah. Okay. Probably is it a TikTok thing? It is a TikTok thing, but it's been around for a little while. Did you know it's the same uh, thing with go ahead? It's the same thing with staring in a mirror and and just like in the movie. The uh, uh, saying Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. (laughs) Or a big legend of the Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah, Biggie, yeah Biggie Smalls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just saying stuff in a mirror. It's uh, mirrors are weird because naturally, if we didn't have mirrors, the only time we'd even get to see what we looked like was in like water. Yes, you know, maybe maybe uh, other stuff naturally, but a mirror is you know why would you ever see for for years you know in human history. You wouldn't even know what you looked like. Right. Right. So it, it's just a weird phenomenon to d- then reflect back to yourself, you know? Yes. It is, it is, it is, I don't know. Again, it has to come away, it comes back to ego. Some people need that reflection. They need to look at themselves. So, mm-hmm. you know, they I can, just want to see bad boogers. Bad luck. Yeah. You got to see if you got a ghost in the attic, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Superman, the Superman curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, now th- there's a lot of stuff with the, with the creators and stuff, and that stuff's not as interesting as what we will talk about. Uh, right. Jerry Siegel, Joe Schuster, uh, Joe Schuster suffered such terrible vision problems that he actually just had to, he had to get out of comic books. Max and Dave Fleischer, the guys who, who made the animated shorts, had a massive falling out and Max's career seriously faltered. Eventually he became destitute. But what I'm mm. talking about, or we'll, we'll talk about George Reeves with an S, but first let's talk about Christopher Reeve with no S played right. Superman in the seventies and eighties became a quadriplegic after uh, a, a 1995 accident fell off a horse it's kind of well known. He died in 2004. Do you remember him on like the Tonight Show or something where he was like he was he could move his finger like a pinky? Do you remember that moment? I do. I I do. Yes. Uh, that was just really where it's like, oh, you know, maybe this isn't permanent. Obviously, like right. the guy died or whatever. But um, and then also makes me think of that Chris Rock joke of uh. You know what I'm talking about? Where he's like, Superman can't walk. What's next? Aquaman going to drown in the bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Made me that, laugh that. the first time I heard it and still does. Uh, we also have Margot Kidder played Lois Lane in those same movies with Christopher Reeve. Went through a horrific car accident. Later suffered a serious mental and uh, health episode, which resulted Oh, I didn't know her- she was in a car accident. 
Yeah, and she was homeless, I guess, after that for a little while. So oh. bad shit happening. But here's the interesting part. Uh, George Reeves, uh, he played Superman uh, in like the TV show. I remember back in the day, I'd stay up late to watch this Superman on Nick at Night, like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And for a little kid, that's pretty late. Uh, so he, he died, apparently, air quote, suicide. Uh, June 15th, 1959, typical fashion. Okay, so he, here it is. Reeves and his uh, then fiance Lenore Lemon, went out on a boozy night on the town. They got home around 11. A couple hours later, uh, some people, Carol Van Runkle and William Bliss, stopped by for a drink. Lemon and the writer Robert Condon, uh, who was staying at the house, were more than happy to entertain the group, but George Reeves had already gone to bed. Now he's mad mm-hmm. that they're making a bunch of noise down there. Jeff, he comes down, he's in his robe. They convince him, have a drink with us, stay for a drink. He does. And then he goes back upstairs and this is where it gets weird. Yeah. Cause then, uh, Lenore says, uh, he's going upstairs to shoot himself. Wow. So yeah. That out loud, out, out loud to the guests. Yeah. And then it's, she it's let, weird how she knew that. Yeah. He's going upstairs to shoot himself. And if that you thought that, wouldn't you say I should go stop him from shooting himself? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Usually like, well, I got the I gotta I gotta finish this drink first. Yeah, let me get let then, me finish and this, then I'll get up there. This Wasn't drink he in this laying bottle. didn't they find the body and as he was laying on the gun? Isn't that what it was? They it was under his back or something like that? I didn't see that in my research. But so she says he's going to shoot himself. Then she says uh, they hear hear a noise upstairs. Then she says, she, see, he's opening the drawer to get the gun. And then they heard a shot. And she says, I told you he shot himself. Forty-five, Yeah. 45 minutes later, they call the police. 45 minutes after. Bam. Well, oh, my God. Well, I mean, I know he had drinks. They just probably made him. But. But what? Oh my gosh! So I I knew a little bit about this story, but obviously a trial I'm assuming happened. I I guess, and and they dubbed it a suicide, and I don't even know that they went to yeah. trial. They dubbed it a suicide. Uh, That's crazy to me. Here's the, what you were saying. I I didn't find what he's laying on the gun, but he was found naked. Uh, there was no doubt that he had enjoyed a few drinks that evening, but even. Yeah. Drunk, it stretches the imagination, is what this article says. It's someone stripped naked before committing suicide. I might do yeah. that just to make it interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before I, I off I myself, you know, let me hang some dong. Uh, the police found two gunshot holes in the carpet, as well as one in the ceiling that they traced to the wound in his head. So maybe he shot himself, went through the head, went to the ceiling. But they only said they heard one gunshot. You think he had a he had a practice round? Maybe. Oh, does this thing work? And then he shot the floor. I. But wouldn't you say I heard more than one gunshot? You would think so. Yes. Uh, the witnesses. Well, how can they rule that a suicide when there's more than one bullet? I mean, one one. When, when like one, two are you say in the one floor, or... but then the other one's in yeah. the ceiling. Like it, you'd have that to like make any sense. shoot yourself from the top of the head twice yeah. and not be good at it. 
Well, I know that whenever do you know I've thought about it, and I'm like, you know what, this does make sense. It's more comfortable, you know, way back here. Because you're pointing on on the camera, you're pointing from the back of your head. I would me, I'd I'd probably do it in the mouth or in the uh, <laughs> like in the chin. If we're being so honest, this will this oh, will be played old, back later. Yeah, this will be played back later. Be like, this is see, he was he predicted this. He was talking about this. <laughs> I'm not this suicidal. I'm not, I'm not, but I'm like, no, if I was going to do it. Me neither. I'd want to do the, get the job done. Let's not have me, yeah. you know, like, oh yeah, he was, he tried to commit suicide and he's bad at it. Like, <laughs> uh, well, but, uh, just adds insult to death, insult to injury, but more or less death. Yeah. It, like I said, don't make me wait two months to die. Just let me die. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So they had the gunshot in the ceiling from his head, they think. But then the witnesses claimed to have heard only one gunshot, as they said. Then there were the bruising and other marks on his body. So here's mm. they, they they think three scenarios happen. One, Reeves committed suicide. Two, guy named Annie, uh, Eddie Mannix. Now, after uh -huh. his divorce, George Reeves started dating Eddie's wife. And this guy was okay. kind of a mafia guy in Hollywood. And actually, from what I read, didn't care that George Reeves was with his wife. What he did care about is when George Reeves broke up with his wife and broke her heart. He oh. didn't like, he didn't like, oh, you hurt my wife. Uh, and yeah. finally, there's the fiance, the theory goes that uh, Lenore was drunk and unhappy that night and shot her soon-to-be husband. The 45-minute delay in getting help in the scenario was the time it took for the house guest to come up with a cover for the murder. Oh. Who, yeah. Who's to say? But it's, from what I read and the stuff I, I saw, seems a little bit fishy. Yeah, it all seems very fishy, but I don't know if we'll ever find out. No, you know, but but didn't Ben Affleck play George Reeves in a, a movie about this? Was it called uh, Hollywood Land? I think so, but I think I think um, maybe John knows. You know, Ben Affleck played George Reeves in a movie. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's Hollywood Land. A, a Holly, Hollywood Land. Adrian Brody uncovers unexpected links to his own personal life as he probes the mysterious death of George Reeves, played by Ben Affleck. So, yeah, yeah. Also got Bob Hoskins and Diane Lane in this movie, so. Yeah, I haven't, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces. I need to actually see, um, see it. Now, we got two more, and let's, uh, sure. I have way more, actually, but we'll not, we, we won't get to them. Maybe this is a two-parter, because we're already almost at an we'll hour. We'll do whatever you want. Break a leg versus good luck, Jeff. Yes. Uh, in yes. America, because, you know, it's what us as performers know, you don't say good luck. I always say have fun. Right. Because I figure if yeah. you're having fun on stage, the audience will have fun as well. But you're not supposed yeah. to say good luck. In America, it's considered bad yeah. luck. Uh, and prior to the performances, it's traditional for cast and other people to say break a leg. And the, uh, I guess apparently the, the origin is not known for why they do that. But in Australia, mm -hmm. uh, theatrical circles saying uh, good luck is also avoided 
but the replacement is often uh, Chukas, C-H-O-O-K-S, and I'll explain. Okay. Maybe due to the belief that among dancers, they're saying break a leg uh, may actually result in broken bones. According to one oral tradition, one one of the uh, of the company would check audience members, and if there were not many in the seats, the performers would have to eat bread following the performance. If the theater was full, they could have chook, Australian slang for chicken, for dinner. Mm. Therefore, it was a full house. The performer would say, chook it is, which then became chookus. So chicken it is. So that's what they say in Australia. Uh, Also, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, oftentimes in Australia, they do really dumb, ridiculous things. So that makes sense. Yeah, these stupid Australia. The show, I do get <laughs> listeners in Australia. I will not have you insult the good people of Australia. They know I'm joking. Of Oz or whatever, whatever those idiots call. Chuk- I'm just joking. Chukas uh, it is. Chukas, yeah. Uh, professional dancers do not wish each other good luck. They uh, Or uh, by saying break a leg, they say uh, mere day. Uh, I think that's how you say that. It's the French word for shit. And turn the th- okay. theater people... Uh, have picked up the usage and may wish each, wish each other mayor day or in combination uh, with uh, break a leg. In Spanish, the phrase is mucha mayor day or lots of shit. The term refers to times when carriages would take audience members to the theater. A quick look at the street in front of the venue will tell you that there's a lot of shit, meaning there's a lot of people in the theater. So yeah. they say, hope there's a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Opera singers, they say it's T O I T O I T O I. It's pronounced choi choi choi, an idiom used to ward off or uh, a spell or hex, mm. often accompanied by knocking on wood. One ex- explanation is choi 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 is the ono- onomatopoeic rendition of spitting three times, a saliva traditionally. Oh. Uh, supposed to have demon banishing powers. Uh, various uh, cultural traditions spitting three times over someone's head or shoulder is a gesture to ward off evil spirits. So there you go. No, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Choi, choi, choi. Yeah, I, or or chuka or chukas. Chukas. That that's a uh, chukas. That's the Australian. Uh, yeah. So it's like tukas, but chukas. Yeah, um, I, I was thinking the other day I wrote because uh, I was going to tell you I wrote this joke. I, I think it's funny to say because people say break a leg all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I like to say, I hope you break your leg. I hope I, you I break it. Yeah, very, you, Brent Terhune, break your leg. Yeah, I hope you break your leg. So I think I, that, it's just a funnier, funnier way. I hope you get heartburn. Just very <laughs> yeah. specific. I, I I want you to hurt, but not that bad. Heartburn. I hope you poop your pants. Um, in in the porn industry, they say, "I hope your dick falls off." So I hope that's... your dick falls. Yeah. Hey, break a dick. Um. And he, <laughs> uh, there's a previous episode of the show I had encouraged listeners to go back and listen to, but it's the penis facts episode. Um. Dennis Rodman famously has broken his penis three times. Yeah. And twice with three the same times. woman. Three times. Oh my gosh! Twice just, with the same woman. Oh, try try a different position. You know, just 
maybe 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 don't uh, be so aggressive yeah i think it's the, you know it's the woman break me once shame on you break yeah, me twice, yeah shame on me you know uh but that that's the penis facts episode but let's let's talking let's talk something more shakespearean if you will mm-hmm. do you know what i'm about to talk about jeffy i do You're not i supposed think, to say I... the name of the thing while in yeah, the theater yes not Nick. not supposed to say yeah i know of a particular of a particular play we could say it now because we're not in the theater but you, you go can ahead, say you, Macbeth, say it. Right? you say it you go say you say Macbeth? It. Oh, you got your curse. Oh, no. Uh, Macbeth. You're going to have a bad play. (laughs) Uh, And I'm not like a theater actor, but I guess a lot of people will call it the Scottish play. Uh, This is the curse of Shakespeare's Macbeth. According to the Guardian, the uh, uh, exception to the rule is, of course, if a group of people is doing the play. So I don't know if they say Macbeth in the play, but I think you can say Macbeth in the play, but you can't be rehearsing or just setting up chairs and say Macbeth, I think is the rule. Yeah. Uh, Do they I, say Macbeth in the play? I don't know. That's a th- I think I had to read this in English class and man, I can't understand old English. I'm dumb. It's so <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's almost a dust thou Macbeth. Huh? <laughs> and they all read. <laughs> yeah. And, or that they, they try to, they be, they're trying to be sly about it. They don't say Macbeth, but they say Macdeath or some some, some bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good on my feet. Uh, <laughs> that's how I I do crowd work and stuff. As I say, I don't know. I'm not very good at this. Um, so you could say it probably if you're in the play and you, it's in the play, you could be like, "Hey, Macbeth, you forgot your blank or whatever." I don't know if that's in the play. <laughs> hey, you forgot your gun. Hey, Macbeth. Uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, but so that, that was like Macbeth is said to invoke the dark arts associated with the play, which reportedly scared some theater goers when it first premiered in 1606 In 1937, a production head by Lawrence Olivier was, uh, the theater manager died. The director and an actor were in a car crash and Olivier himself was nearly brained by a plummeting weight. And I liked, I kept that phrasing in there cause that's what this article wrote. They brained as if they got was, that's wrong. I think one of the three stooges wrote this article. <laughs> hey, nearly ah, brained yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so something fell out of the sky, nearly brained him. Uh, earlier in history, one actor was accidentally killed on stage in 1672. What a play! How was it? Yeah, a guy died for real. <laughs> Um, and multiple You're riots. Have to recast that every show. Yeah, well, that was a one we we we're not going to talk about, but it's the uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark production. Oh, where it yeah. cost so much money and th- bad stuff kept happening. But to me, part of it I think is you can't have a bunch of trapeze people flying around because bad stuff's going to happen. I guess I don't yeah. know. Right. Uh, so uh, multiple riots plagued productions of Macbeth in 1721, 1722, and 1849. I didn't look up why there were riots, but it could be, I don't know, dark arts, something like that. Either way, don't say that in the theater. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So that, 
it because I've I've heard it where they even if you're not putting on a production of Macbeth, they still mm -hmm. don't want you to say Macbeth well, in any theater. If that's true, we're doomed. <laughs> well, I'm I'm in a I'm in a comedy house, so in in Tulsa, so I'm a okay. Comedy condo, you're good. I'm in my own yeah. house, so I'm doomed where yeah. I live. Apparently. Well, you know, it is. And I, I spend one week a year living in that place that you're at right now when I'm on the road. So, <laughs> yeah. Hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> and if I wreck my car, don't reuse the parts for something else. No, I, I would I would prefer parts from Richie Valens's plane. That's true. Yeah, or uh, so, somebody else. I don't know. I'm not good at this. Uh, <laughs> that that's the show, Jeff. Is all these curses? We went from the Madden curse to some uh, something a little more serious, maybe a little more. Yeah, well, because uh, I'm never going to be on Madden. I don't have to worry about that. You know. God, that that would be great if they had a like an amateur backyard football Madden average version. Joe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they. This guy shoots to fame because he's on the cover of the amateur football Madden cover. Oh, just that'd holding be fun. A, a rotisserie chicken in one arm, like <laughs> Heisman style, and a beer in the other. Yeah, yeah he got um, a football under his arm, and he's throwing back a beer. <laughs> um, Je Jeff, before you leave us with a curse, uh, what would you like to plug? Uh, well, let's see. I don't know. You can go to my website, jeffbodart.com. Mm -hmm. B-O-D-A-R-T. I'm on all the socials uh, mm -hmm. as such. It, 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 with the exception of Instagram, I'm on there as uh, J Bodart because some asshole took Jeff Bodart already. And I, how 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 dare they share the same name as me? I know. Um, and you, they're they're not <laughs> as good a, of an artist as you because that's where you post a lot of your art. That you, you do a lot of stuff. You make yeah, uh, art. You do wands. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. That's not made up. You are like a woodworker, you'll make somebody a wand and they look really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. If you, those are called Tarbo wands. If you go to Instagram, Tarbo, T-A-R-B-O, it's basically my name spelled backwards without the D because it didn't look right. So I just went Tarbo. Okay. Um, uh, and then Tarbo wands on Instagram. And then there's also Jeff Bodart art on Instagram as well. That's where all my drawings are. So yeah, thank you for uh, for that little plug. But yeah, it's um, I've been uh, hopefully I got some time coming up in May, to in May and June to do both of those things more. I'm I, I'm so busy working for uh, Royal Caribbean. I do a lot of um, cruise ship shows now, and uh, and I'm but I'm here at the Looney Bin this week. Uh, I was in the Looney Bin in Wichita last week, so this is a nice little two week run, and then I go from here to Florida to get on a cruise ship for a day or two. Cursed so. by success. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, sir. <laughs> but Jeffy, thanks for being on the show. Always uh, enjoy having you on. Uh, and oh, thanks, uh, go buddy. check out Jeff Bodart and follow him on all the social media stuff. If nothing else, to look at his cool pictures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Check out my skits one day. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, man. It's the Field Trip Podcast with Brent. Feel
trip 